everybody welcome back this is inside fitness radio presents total fitness podcast i'm your host matthew i'm walter today we're talking about positivity and negativity uh let's go in more in depth with this we're talking about toxic positivity and negativity when is it too much to be positive when is it too much to be negative we brought this up because walter you heard this term and you didn't really know what it meant or you, you kind of knew what it meant i knew what it meant but but it it the concept of toxic positivity is kind of frightening to me because it means now the pendulum is swinging over where what you're not supposed to be positive what how are you supposed to look at things but how does this work and as a man who has spent a good part of my life with a bottle wallowing in my negativity um the thought of then having it be well that's okay you can feel that way mm-hmm. bothers me so i think it, it's just something uh, maybe i need to learn more generally that's not a bad idea but uh also i think we have to be careful how how we read how we frame these things yes you're allowed your emotions are you allowed to let your emotions create havoc in your life i mean you're allowed anything but is that what you want? Because that's what it's good for you. Yeah. I mean, we could basically end the podcast there. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> with, posi- uh, with positivity, I mean, I was the same way. With my depression, that it was like always victimized myself, always super negative. And I can say that now looking back and almost everybody I know that has kind of dug themselves out of the hole uh, the same way I have. Again, everybody has different issues about what affects them. But again, depression is depression. There is a lot of negativity, wallowing, victimizing that goes into it because it's easier to, because it's so hard to deal with that stuff, which is not, again, we're not saying that's a horrible, bad thing. And it's like, you have to be instantly happy. You have to just get rid of it. Like, come on, what is there to be sad about? There's people over in so-and-so country that don't even have that or like whatever it is. Right. I think that's what talks of positivity is. But when it does come to negativity, there is a point where you have to really truly look inward and say, what is this doing to me right now? Mm. Is it is it pushing me forward? Is it keeping me complacent or is it pulling me back? And a lot of the time, negative negativity either just keeps you complacent or uh, pulls you back. It never, never will push you forward in my opinion. Mm. Well, I mean, I have to say, I, I have been known to spiral into negativity. I have never been known to spiral into positivity. That's true. Positivity takes work. Mm. And, and that may be it. But I mean, it's easy for negativity to just grab me and go, okay, let's go for this ride. And I'm like, I have no control. Off I go. Yeah. Um, and it's only from years of re trying to reframe things for myself that I've learned to keep reasonably positive. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that you have to say, oh, it's not as bad as so-and-so. But you need perhaps just to say, I'm here to talk. Are you okay? Do yeah. you want to talk about it? Do you want to listen? You can get yeah. permission yeah. before you start advocating one way or the other. Mm-hmm. With... Um... With that positivity too, you you have so many people that are like, oh, I was doing so well. And then it just hit me and I just can't do anything anymore. Like, I know, like, again, we have clients that with workouts, it's like, I was doing so well, I was on such a track. And then just like, 
work out too busy. And then I just fell into the spiral and I just, why, why I just want it to be good all the time. Like, is it ever going to be that way? I was like, why can't it be like so-and-so? Why can't it be like you, Matthew, where you just work out no matter what, like, you don't even have to think about it. It's like, hold up. Who said I don't have those days where I do not want to work out? Who says I don't have those weeks or months where I don't want to work out? There is tons of times where I do not want to do a certain thing. There is tons of times where I could easily let that negativity affect me and sit down and watch Netflix instead and just push it off to a better day where I do feel maybe a little bit better just from waking up in the morning. But who is that going to help? No one. And the person that needs that help is me. So whose responsibility is it to either take it as it is or do something about it that relies on me? And that's where the thing comes in, which people never tend to understand when they're in that that cycle or that spiral is it takes work and it's constant work and it will never really end. You will always have that, especially with mental health. It never goes away. You will have days of depression. You'll have days of major anxiety, um, like all this sort of stuff. It just, it never goes away. But is that the same for everything else though? My fitness will go away if I don't keep putting at it. Yeah. My marriage will go away if I don't keep working at it. Everything I do Unless I do the work, the center doesn't hold. Everything devolves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's the same with work. I mean, you go to work. If you don't get your work done, you're fired. Why does that like? What difference does it make if you're not working on yourself? You're basically just setting yourself up for a really bad time. Yeah. So why are you not going to put the work in? When the one thing that truly does matter in life, you can get a new job. You can work on your fitness, um, you know, almost every day, just by, you can start up by walking or, you know, working on the diet. Like it's, that's pretty easy to get back into. It doesn't have to be all at once, but the one thing you really do have to work on every single day to make sure that everything else is kind of in flow is your mindset, is your, your body and your, your spirit about things, which sucks, (laughs) It sucks that you have to do that, but at the same time, everybody has to do that. You are not alone in this. And that's why understanding how to communicate properly, not only to uh, other people, but to yourself is stupidly important. Like that is the biggest thing. If you can't communicate well to other people, how are you even going to communicate well to yourself? So you need to first focus on the self. Then you can do that outward projection of working on other things. But if something is giving you that toxic positivity or that toxic negativity in your life, you do have to assess the situation and be like, is this, is this a good spot for me to be in and to listen to? Is this a good spot for me to actually sit and accept that advice or is it not? Sure. I don't want to be gaslighting, gaslit by someone who says I have to be positive, I have to be positive all the time. Um, you know, that's not, that's not true, Walter. Yeah, everything's great. Uh, but uh, uh, because you have to face honestly whatever you're doing as well. That level of, of honest appraisal of what's happening on a daily basis inside and outside is, is important. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting down and you're like, you know, we've all had this, and I'll give the example you just got a sale, you just sold a piece of clothing on your website, 
you just got a promotion at work, you just hit a PR in the gym. People will always go back to that and they'll be like, how can you be upset, Walter? You have a great job. You have a great house. You have a great husband. You have a great this. You got a great that. You just got a promotion, whatever it is. Why does that matter? You're still allowed to experience sadness and negativity just like anybody else in the world. Sure. Obviously, being able to afford a house, have a great relationship, all that. And maybe you have, like, let's just say, for example, your girlfriend's being, you know, super mean to you one day. And it's just like, you know, the Johnny Depp and that thing. There's still, <laughs> I'm just, you know. Super mean. <laughs> you're or in not. that situation. That's not good. Yeah. But you can't compare that to, well, there's kids in Ukraine who just lost their house from a bombing. No. Two separate situations. Their realities are not my realities, and I can only look at my reality from inside myself, and I can't be comparing it to so-and-so. But I do know that if I try to think about the things that I can be grateful for, or if I try to help somebody else, that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing to me more positive than trying to help somebody else because it stops me thinking about my own shit. One of the biggest things I hated, or I hate when adults say this to kids or uh, teenagers is like, oh, uh, you know, I went through that at your age. I like, dad, you don't know what it's like. Mom, you don't know what it's like. Uh, wait, you don't think I was a kid before? Yes, you may have had similar experience, but it's not your reality. It is not the same. You lived a different life. Your son, your daughter, your they, them has lived a different life. It's not the same. Like, I was told that it's like, well, of course, everybody, uh, you know, I had depression growing up. Okay. Does that mean we have the same thought process about why we're depressed? Like what is going on? What is making me depressed right now? What is that? What can I do about it 50 years later than you were? Cause my dad's, you know, he hasn't been a teenager for 50 years. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> you look younger. I keep forgetting. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but on the other hand, I think if you discuss the emotion rather than the actual reality, yeah, you will get somewhere. And I, I, in you know, yay, 12-step groups, um, when we talk about what's happening in our lives, talking about, I did this and this and this, and it was bad, that does no good. I felt horrible. I did this. It really made me feel shameful. It made me feel guilty. That is where you hit another person and they can go, okay, I do understand that. Yeah. But, you know. But it has to be that. It can't be where it is like, you know. Yeah. And oh. it can't be your dad. It can't be your dad or your <laughs> uncle or anything like that. They cannot help you. No. Ever. No. They can't Family. even teach you to drive. <laughs> <laughs> With, um, but that's where that like toxic positivity, I guess that's where you could really define it is like, yeah. it's okay. Everybody goes through this. It's like you can word that so much better to people. Yeah. You know, you know, look, man, I know you're going through it right now. Do you want an ear? Do you want me to listen? Do you need some advice? Like relate to them, be empathetic, sympathetic, whatever it is. If you never dealt yeah. with it, just be sympathetic. Like, man, that really sucks. Do you want some advice? Maybe, maybe I could help you out. The more you listen, the more somebody will want to open up to you and will want to talk to you. If you're just going in there, like, Oh, well do this, 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 and this. And I was guilty of this all the time. Um, always trying to find the solution. Sure. It might be a simple solution on the outside, logically, 
But when you're in that moment, it just, it's not possible. And that's where that, that toxic toxicity of like that whole situation starts to evolve. Right. Absolutely. I want that. So Fit. don't do that folks. Don't do that. Don't do so. that. And I was going to say fitness on the other hand, I know there's a lot of uh, toxic positivity with fitness right now. Um, same thing applies. You know, I'm not going to use any examples because you can easily just see it the second you log on social media. Um, but it's the same thing. You know, when somebody's going through it with their weight loss, with their muscle gain, whatever it is, it's the same goal. But as Walter said, it's, it's the same kind of, you have to, what is the emotion? What is the, what is the path that you're dealing with? Cause with fitness, it's, it's everything else outside of it too. Right. Mm. Um, anybody listening that wants to become a trainer or is getting into the training side of things, or is just not succeeding in their training right now, you guys have, I'll give you one of the best pieces of advice. Listen to your client more. Um, actually understand what they're going through outside. Ask. Ooh, that was creepy. Um, my door just slammed because of the wind. Ghosts. <laughs> listen to your client more. Listen to what they're saying. Ask them questions about how's your day been? How's your work going? You have to really dig down because a lot of the time if the client is not making progress it is not because of what you're doing in the gym it's what they're doing outside of the gym you get them for an hour a day you could be the best trainer in the world if you're lucky an hour a day if you're lucky that's true yeah you know maybe it's only three three uh three times a week or 30 minutes a day three times a week whatever you really do need to listen to what is going on in their life to understand how you can modify workouts how you can maybe say oh well I know you can't maybe, maybe you started off being like, oh, well, make it into the gym three times a week and you'll, you'll hit your goals and toxic positivity. Maybe it needs to be come and see me once a week and go walk your dog three times a week. It's just 10 minutes mm. and sit there with them and just figure out like, is that even possible? Is, is that too much for them to deal with right now? Like what is going on in their life? Is it work? Is it the relationship? Is it, maybe they just don't want to be, you know, they don't want to be seen in the gym by themselves because they have some shame behind that. Like there's all this stuff. So going online and all these fitness accounts being like, don't be ashamed of it. This is that. And everybody goes through it. That's toxic. Cut that shit out. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, listening, being able to understand what they do. I mean, how many times have I had a client where, you know, we were, I was set up, we're going to do this, this, and this today. It's going to be great. And within two minutes, we're sitting on the floor, yeah. up against, leaning up against a wall, talking about the real issue that's going on in their lives right now, mm -hmm. you know, because that's more important. They will get back to the training properly if they can deal with the other stuff. Yeah. But the other stuff is why they're not sleeping, they're not eating properly, they're not doing whatever, and yet they showed up at the gym. So showing up at the gym is not the issue. Mm -hmm. It's the other stuff. The amount of clients. You don't know that if you're not listening to them. Well, yeah, and the amount of clients we both had that have cried to us, right? I mean, even this morning, I was training uh, all three of my clients. I had to modify their workouts because first one, he ended up working super late last night and he barely got any sleep. And, you know, he was having a shitty night when he got home. So I was like, all right, we're not going to do a plan. We'll do something else. Modify, listen to what he was telling me. Second client shows up. She's not feeling that hot. You know, she was feeling, she was feeling anemic yesterday or iron levels are really low. 
I listen to her. I don't just, oh, well, eat red meat, take an iron supplement, eat liver, do this, do that. I listened to her and understood what was going on. Why, like, what had she done in the past? Oh, did you not like that? Did you like that? Like, what was going on? How can we solve this issue together instead of, I'm the trainer, listen to me. Third client shows up, same thing. He was, you know, way too tired from work, just felt like shit. His hips were super tight. We were supposed to do a really uh, heavy squat day today. And I was like, you know what? We'll, we'll ease off the squats. We'll do a little bit more volume from like leg press, leg extensions. You know, your, your back's a little tight. We'll do some stretching at the end and uh, take some time there, right? You have to adapt to the situation at hand. If you're in that situation, you also do have to communicate and again, this is where it comes down to, you have to learn how to communicate to other people. Look, guys, this is where I'm at right now. I don't feel comfortable sitting down and doing, you know, maybe you're at work and your boss tells you to do eight hours of like reports. Look, boss, I'm not feeling that hot right now. Can I, you know, get back to you? Is this urgent? Is it not? Can I maybe have some help on this? Are they really going to say no? Yeah, maybe once in a while you get the dick. That just proves that you're in a toxic relationship. Get out of it. That's really where it's that, now that that is another very important piece of advice that sometimes has to be said and stated as well. That uh, if, if the job is driving you crazy that much, and you keep coming to me and saying the job's driving me crazy, the job's driving me crazy, the job's driving me crazy, maybe we need to look at what other job would not drive you crazy. What is wrong with this job that is doing this, and how do we fix that? Yeah. You know? And so those who will say, last thing I'll say, and to those who will say, well, it's not that easy. It's not, but that's the point. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. To grow in life and to get better, you do have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Sometimes that means, yeah, maybe sticking into the job for another three months until you do get the interview and the job that you can then move on to. It doesn't have to be the dream job, but it's just a step up. It's just better. That's it. That's it. That, Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Good. Thanks to keep in mind, guys. Stay safe. Stay crazy. Oh. Well, I didn't fast. even do Yeah, I didn't even do comments. Send them to us, questions and comments. Send them to us. You know where to find us right below. Yes. Um, if you do, guys, if you guys do have any topics you want us to cover, uh, we will be bringing more guests on soon. Plus, our versus series coming up. So make sure you're staying tuned for that. The next couple of weeks uh, will be a bit slower just because I am actually going to be back in Toronto uh, visiting Malta. So you'll see some podcasts in person, which is going to be super fun. It's going to be so weird. Our heads yeah. are be the same size. We haven't even done that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we haven't done that since way before COVID. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be fun, but, uh, stay safe. Stay breezy. There you go, guys. Take care.